Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. Are you willing to give yourself over to that change process? Because when it's something we're really wrapped up in, over-identified with, the I want to stay the same person, but I'm going to change the outside thing will not work. It will not work. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. In the last episode, we discussed the two orientations of change. You can either choose to stay who you are and change your behavior, like eliminating your morning cup of coffee, or you can choose to surrender to the process of changing, allowing it to teach you something about yourself, like discovering the reason you keep telling yourself that you can't do anything in the morning until you've had caffeine. Today, we're going to go even deeper into that second orientation, which allows us to not just change what we're doing, but change ourselves, and ultimately evolve from one stage of engagement to the next. I offer weekly member webcasts and teach live courses on clearandopen.com because it's my truth that, with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share part of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you, too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. I'd appreciate it very much. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. So back to these two ways of orienting things, because it relates to moving from any state really, but especially from thrival to flow related to the five stages of engagement to review, crisis, survival, security, thrival, flow. And one of the governing dynamics of the flow state is when engaging in any change, in any practice, in any activity, the, the, the flow state requires that you give yourself over to the process and allow who you are at that deeper level to be informed by what you're doing, to allow the process, the practice, the instrument you're learning, the relationship you're in, the job you have, the getting organized project you have, whatever that is, you're allowing that to inform you about who you are rather than relating to yourself as this static noun thing it stays the same and I'm going to do that. If you really look at anything that you do closely, nothing really operates that way. You're in a dance. Try doing a relationship, a romantic relationship with someone with a completely static notion of who you are, right? How well does that go? Certain things they're going to love about you. Other things they're not going to love about you. And they're going to want you to change it. Now, what are you going to do? Are you going to be like, well, that's just who I am. Who I am is someone who forgets to take out the garbage three times a month. That's just who I am. Accept me for who I am. Or 
oh, this relationship is illuminating an aspect of me that has been a way I've related to myself all this time. I'm someone who forgets stuff every once in a while. And now someone just raised the bar and says, you know what? I don't think that's actually you. Or what if it's not actually you? Or I don't care whether it's you or not. I don't like it. (laughs) Make it different. So, you know, when, when people say relationships are about compromise, like, okay, I get it. But to me, that's an oversimplification. It's unsophisticated to say relationships are about compromise. Because in a relationship with someone, it's not horse trading. I don't want to compromise. Okay, I'll do the garbage. I'll not forget the garbage thing if you can not forget to put too much salt in the pasta. Is that a deal like that? That's, to me, that, that, that rings false. That's what uh, I call a tit-for-tat relationship. Mm where people are keeping tabs on who's done the most favors and who's given up the most things for the other person. And- well said, because that's what it devolves into, right? Because if it's a reciprocity-based thing, then you're inevitably going to keep score like you would in a business partnership or something where, you know, where it's a value for value exchange and where it's appropriate to do so. But if you reframe it as, oh, the woman or man I love hates this thing about me. Let me take a look at that thing. How do I feel about it? You know, is it really me? What if it's not? Okay, let's embark on an experiment. You give yourself over to the change process and say, okay, well, what would it be like if I never forgot to take out the garbage? What would it be like if I emptied my inbox every day? But even, even deeper than that, who would I be who would I be if I emptied my inbox every day? Because for someone over-identified with overwhelm, the answer is, I don't want to know. Who would you be without that cup of coffee in the morning? What? I'm already getting disoriented. I've been drinking coffee since I was 18. Yeah, I know. Who would you be without it? I don't know. Do you want to find out? Are you willing to give yourself over to that change process? Because when it's something we're really wrapped up in, over-identified with, the I want to stay the same person, but I'm going to change the outside thing will not work. It will not work because you're one system, you see? And this is where people get caught up in change. Show me someone who has been working on changing something for a long time and struggling with it, and I'll show you someone who's over-identified with the thing, that there's a fear, there's a contraction, there's a resistance to, I don't know who I would be without that, and I'm afraid to find out. That's what's in your way. And that can be very subtle and difficult to get in touch with. The process or the sort of methodology I'm I'm offering here to frame that is what I'm calling surrendering to the practice. You surrender to it. We already do this. You you already have done this. You've had a urge to learn an instrument or learn a certain song, you know, that that you, if you sing or um, a certain project and at work, you can't get out of your mind and it keeps, you keep coming back to it and you keep coming back to it and you find it changes you, right? This has happened to everyone. It changes you. And at the end or in the middle, sometimes you learn something about yourself. It changes you in a way that you didn't predict at all. 
This has happened to all of us. I think probably the most common way it happens is falling in love, right? To me, it, uh, the falling in love thing, it, it looks like, uh, like a kind of trick life plays on us where you, you fall in love with someone for all of these conscious reasons. And then so, like by the time the dust settles and the smoke clears after the honeymoon phase, you know, 12 months, 18 months later, you realize that you're looking in the mirror in some ways and you're faced with some intense challenges where you need to change if it's going to work. And you're like, oh man, how did I get into this? And life is like, ha ha ha, gotcha. You want to hold on to that thing that you like so much? You got to become a different person in some way. What if everything has that kind of flavor to it, especially something you're having a difficult time with? It's inviting you into let go into this, let go into this. See who you are as an organized person. See who you are as someone who practices excellence. See who you are without coffee. See who you are without alcohol. See who you are without cake pops. See who you are without video games. See who you are without TV. See who you are without sex. See who you are without compulsive exercise. See who you are. See who you are. See who you are. What if that's the song life is always singing? And then when you go, okay, I wonder who I am if I. I wonder who I am without. Then you join up with the intelligence of life itself. But when you say, all right, I'll give up the caffeine, but I'm going to stay the same person. Life goes, no, that's not the point. Or if it's, you know, giving up a little salt or something, maybe that's an easy one. Life's like, yeah, that's not a change opportunity for you. No problem that, that you can change. But this other thing, no, you've got to become a different person. So again, whatever you're having a really difficult time with, reframe that thing as, oh, this is an invitation into a deeper aspect of my being. So about three, four days into my, I mean, I feel silly that I didn't think of this up front where I'm doing a, a little diet over Christmas a little retreat and long story, the details of it, but, uh, I can't use caffeine or it's, it's, uh, caffeine is prohibited and I can only eat potatoes, lentils, and quinoa and nothing else. No salt, no salt on those things. Those things really need salt. Yeah. So, so basically I'm going to be eating cardboard for five days, right? And, and no caffeine. I'm like, all right, well, I can do my caffeine withdrawal during that diet or I can do it beforehand. And so. I decided to do it beforehand so to mitigate the suffering. And so about three days into my caffeine withdrawal, you know, I'm stepping it down. So I'm feeling it a little bit at a time. It occurs to me, oh, right. I'm feeling some depression in the morning. Duh, caffeine is a medication for depression. And my depression is at an all-time low, which is great. I've done a lot of work on it. But the removal of caffeine, what has that done? Whoop, there it is. Oh, were you looking for the not wanting to face the world feeling? Just stop your caffeine. There it is, right? There it is. And I'm like, oh, right. So cool. So now this is inviting me into doing the work that I've been using caffeine to do, right? Because the caffeine less and less every day is doing the work of, okay, let's jump into your day now. If it's not doing that for me, who or what will, right? 
That's the invitation to change. All right, what are you going to do? What's the part of your morning that gets you engaged in the day if it's not the caffeine? That's the work. Can you see how in my circumstance, you know, just as an example, if I don't do that work, I'll never get off the caffeine or I'll just substitute it with something else. Ginseng, rhodiola, astragalus, any number of the stimulants in the world, right? Oh, well, that uh, chewing on that astragalus piece in the morning, that's just part of my day. I say three months later, oh, that tablet of rhodiola rosea, which is a really cool herb, that's just part of my day, right? It just substitutes with something else. And that's the slippery slope. That's what you got to watch out for. Because so many times when you, substitute, when, you, when you get off of something, suddenly something will show up and you'll have something in your mouth instead of a cake pop. It feels like uh, when I shared with the leader group, the Facebook blocking app. Yeah. And I said, this is a great tool for me to make sure I'm not on Facebook on my phone uh, and I'm more productive during the day. And you said... It's a tool. It's a better tool to find out to see how much you think you need, or how many times you go there. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, but this is going to keep me from Facebook, whatever." Because I, what I found is I don't need that tool anymore. Great, because I act, not only did I notice how many times I went to check Facebook or the news, or I blocked every app on my phone throughout the workday that isn't uh, text, my meditation app, or the phone, actual mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. So I can see the number of times I tried to open that. And while I haven't figured out why I feel I need to do that, but I have, I do see your point of it using it as a tool to discover something Mm -hmm. uh, because I saw how many times I would go to it. Yeah. yeah. And it's terrific. Thanks for sharing that, Jamie. Yeah. And, you know, there are many different supports and tools you can use along the way, you know, like the classic switching from coffee to green tea, for example. Green tea, by the way, has a substance called L-theanine, which is a really cool brain stimulant, smart drug that is a lot softer on you than than uh, caffeine. And if you're not used to it, boy, is it uh, really awesome. Mate doesn't have a, a what's a, Wayusa has L-theanine, and it. it's a cousin to yerba mate. So you can substitute things, just like you know, getting off of heroin. You know, methadone is a tool except if you need it for the rest of your life, right? So I like to use methadone actually as a, um, as a kind of generic phrase for a substitute, less, uh, more benign thing that's helping you get off something. So if a Facebook blocker is, is helping you, it can be a kind of methadone you know, to help you transition because these are no, these are not small things. You know, when when we're talking about something you've been hooked on for a really long time, that's part of your identity. If you go cold Turkey and to use the heroin metaphor, it can kill you. Alcohol withdrawal can actually kill you. So using the metaphor again, these kinds of changes need to be done gradually and with attention and with care. It's a, and, and, and you have to sort of negotiate with it. You know, it's like for some people, going cold turkey is just easier. For other people, cutting down slowly is easier. For me, with caffeine, weaning myself off is better. With chocolate, it's got to be all or none. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. 
Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.